Righto, trendsetters, rug up with us this winter. Next merch drop coming in hot. 14th of May, Tuesday, 6pm at alphablokes.com.au. We've got our two hoodie designs. These designs won't be coming back. We've got a light colour. We've got a dark colour. These things are unreal. We can't wait for you to start wearing them around the flats and rugging up next to the fire. 6pm, Tuesday, 14th of May. Don't miss out. Cure them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologise to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f*** he wants. Surely we're the only one cracking a beer on a Tuesday. Welcome back this time in the morning to another episode of the Alpha Blokes podcast. You listen, listen to this. Mm. Oh, yeah. I think I need that after the fucking weekend I've had. Nearly <laughs> the last feel thing. scared putting it in my right hand because the old right hand drinking game. Mm. Okay, it's a bastard, that thing. What a get, gr- whoever, whoever invented that's a fuckwit. If you don't know about it, if you get caught drinking with your right hand, you have to finish it. Fucking shit game. Definitely right. when you have to uh, run, uh, go back to the esky because your can was half empty and then you pick it up again with your right hand yeah. and just crack it. All good if you're left-handers. My only fix was just to pin a vape in my right hand and clench it. <laughs> <laughs> but we are here to give the everyday battler a voice and to delete head noise one laugh at a time. Shout out to Better Beer, which I just cracked and sipped. Yes. Off the back of that start, mate. How was the weekend? Because I know... For a fact that you and I got into our <laughs> piss work. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually a bit of a joke. But run us through your weekend, mate. Well, it started Thursday for me. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I was trying to get a bit done or pretending to, walking around in circles. Mm. And, um, yeah, then Big Mitchie, he had a bit of work fall through and pulled up with a slab and that was the end of the day. And then um, we pretty much celebrated uh, my wife's birthday for her while she was at work. Oh, that's good of you, mate. Yeah, yeah. And then she even had to drive me home that night. Oh, wow. That's yeah, so. that was, you would have been a pretty popular book. I was. <laughs> and then Friday was obviously her birthday drinks. Yeah. And then Saturday was Shana's 30th. Yeah, how'd that go? Yeah, it was good. So, yeah, all around, she was just another um, birthday celebration piss drinking weekend. Yeah. 
Oh, at least it was one of those ones, mate, with a few, you know, just around home here. Caught up with a few mates and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, that's right. No, it was good. Mm. I'll be, um, I want to go off the radar for at least a week. Yeah, just drop off completely. Yeah. Just tell everyone that you got a really big weekend booked when you don't. <laughs> yeah. There'll be something coming up because, um, yeah, we were both talking last time going, why weren't we going away this weekend? And then she's like, yeah, something's on. So, yeah, someone remind me. Mm. No, I don't know. I don't know what that'd be. Hopefully nothing. But you, hey, I saw on the Trendsetters group, you get stuck into a bit of scrap work, mate. Oh, the other so week. Scrap, yeah. yeah, I think I was what talking about it last week, but that photo was from like, I think, a couple oh, of weeks was it? ago. Yeah. yeah, I saw you there. I'm like, fuck, daddy's at the scrapyard again. Yeah, no, nah, <laughs> no. <nah. laughs> what were you doing there, mate? Just finding a bit of fucking. Oh, I had an old car trailer um, that I had big plans for, but like everything, 101 projects. And yeah. I lifted it up to move with the Bobcat and the A frame on the front of it just folded up. Yeah, and right. I'm like, yeah, well, that's a sign that you won't be rebuilding that. And then I just kept loading shit in. Yeah, just kept but going. Yeah, yeah, I went around. I'm like, oh, I don't really need that. Don't really need this. Oh, a bit of a clear out. A bit of a clear out. I yeah. got, I got a, weeks out there if I wanted to. <laughs> I'm about to put a fucking winch on my car trailer so I can start winching stuff onto the trailer to get rid of. Yeah, right. Once you start, you don't stop. I suppose no. it's one of those times that if you've been there long enough and your family's been there before you, because it's like the only time something gets a good clean out if you leave and someone else moves in. But if there's something been in the family for years and years, it just builds, doesn't it? And there's definitely a few hoarders between us in that family. <laughs> yeah. I reckon there's a few things if I got rid of that anyone would just scrap without even blinking. I'd be dead. Oh, true. Just yeah. like, no, nah, don't touch that. That's fucking granddad's bloody brother's fucking car truck. Yeah, he's got to do that up one day. <laughs> it's been sitting there for 35 years, practically buried. You know, I think well, we you want good, it. We want it. I think you get good coins for rims, but I've got all the tyres on the rims. So I'm like, oh, I'll just sit there with a battery grinder and start cutting these tyres off. Am I that desperate? Well, you know what they say, mate. Everyone loves a good rim. Job. Mm, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a dart around the dut. Yeah. Fuck, that's extinct these days. Mm. <laughs> it's stink. Instinct. Get it? It's Stinky. stink. <laughs> anyway. Friday night, mate, fucking uh, like you said, it was a um, beautiful wife's birthday. Mum was, uh, you know, had a night out on the town, my missus. I stayed home and looked after the tribe. And because um, I knew I had a big mission going on the next night, she was, um, you know, a bit of brownie point sort of stuff. Went home, looked after the kids, got up with them in the morning, out on the barbie, cooked us some nice bacon eggs, bit of avocado and stuff, and a um, bit of brekkie in bed for mum. Yeah, and nice. I'm like, you know, just really make sure that I was fucking ready for a ripper. And, um, yeah, it was it was my turn to rip in on Saturday. Played me second and last game of the year, mate. Uh, 4.30 p.m., nice and cool. Perfect conditions for footy, actually. It was um, it was good. Had the whole tribe there watching, which was pretty cool. Um, especially the young fellow. Like, he just turned four, so he's really starting to understand what's going on. And that's why, like, I sort of mentioned before, though we got heaps on, I still, while I'm young enough, I still want to go and have a run every now and again. More to just introduce him into the, um, what it's all about, you know, the footy and stuff like that. Yep. Because um, I remember when I was little, like, it's it's just a cool thing to go and see the old boy do. And I suppose being a young dad like that, not not everyone gets the opportunity to do that shit, you know. No, that's Have right. a kid that understands while you're still at an age where it's not a carry-on for you to be having a run. Yep. Um. So, yeah, ended up going down in the last five minutes to Tatum. 
But it was a very fun and physical game. Plenty of big shots and a bit of lip getting thrown around, which is always good. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, the game, it was funny, though. The game was stopped for a bit. We had a massive roo flying around in between every cunt. Like, was about to, I think it was about to have a run, and it was like the ref looked around, and this roo man was huge. And it was just like freaking out in the middle of us, like between the attack and defence, just darting around. I'm like, someone's about to get fucking drilled here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I had the roo streaker. It ended up peeling out. Doesn't really. That's when you know you're playing a bit of bush footy, eh? Yeah, that's good. When there's a fucking roo tearing around. Should have the... it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Imagine that, eh? If it just started grabbing some bloke. In the scrum. Was, since she was an all-in, everyone on the roo. <laughs> choking it out. But, um... I always think when I'm playing and straight after on the piss, like, I need to do this more often. And then I wake up the next day and bud, feel like I've been run over by a bus. Like, second day syndrome today, man. It's fucked. Sore as. Both legs have big corks in them. Shoulders are tender as. And I've got a huge scratch that sort of goes around my neck. There's one ear. And then around the back, just got jersey slung once. Shout out to Potsy. Fucking like me on the other team, just a grub. But I'm all about it. Yeah, nice. <laughs> um, but I don't help myself, though. Like, ice and the proper recovery um, would help a lot. But instead, like every other unit. Wash it down. Yeah, exactly. Crack a beer in the sheds, go for a shower, and then straight on the piss. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, I could probably halve the soreness that I've got by a good recovery session. But, nah, just doesn't happen. And then, um, and then yeah, uh Last game of the year, so it was on straight through to Silly Sunday. And, um, did you head down? Well, I stayed, yeah. Oh, I stayed, After, yeah. so they I don't think they did Mad Monday this year, but it was, it was one of those things where I'm like, it's only my second game of the year, but I still got sort of coached into it. It was cartoon character theme, but because it was Silly Sunday, straight off the back of it, there was a fair few of us that just stayed on the piss yep. at the fields around the big fire. So I sort of was like, oh, well, I'm not going home and then coming back. Yeah. So I just fucking stayed there. And everyone sort of dwindled as the night went on and fucking the eyes were getting heavy and shit. And I'm like, right. I made a decision in my head and didn't really tell anyone. I'll fucking hook in until the sun's up and then I'm just going. Yeah. I'm not even going to sneak off. I'm just going to say, boys, I'm fucking going. Have a good one. So, yeah. Um Freddie Flintstone and a few Charlie Tubbies were buzzing around in the early hours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um and I'm sure there was a few more weapons getting around on Sunday. But uh I love I love a good theme piss up. But I stumbled back home and hit the sack and sort of had a nice nice relaxed Savo on Sunday. But um yeah, pretty much wraps up my weekend, lads. Yeah, Sunday was fucking very relaxed. Horizontal. Mm. I, I had to go put the bin outside and I think that's Far as I got, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. I, well, I shout out to the missus. Like, um, I like I said, I got in at home about six o'clock, fucking Sunday, <laughs> walked home, stumbled home, and then, um, yeah, she let me sleep till about 11 and made myself get up because we had the father in law's dinner. And I was like, you don't want to sleep all day, and then you nah. just throw yourself fucking out completely. It was like, get up, go do what you have to do, and then had a pretty early one last night. and Apart from being like being feel like I've been in a twelve round war, I've um like piss wise, I, I don't feel too bad, which is surprising. Yeah, but, I'm glad we went podcasting yesterday. Oh, 
Even though everyone would be laughing going, chat. yeah, you've got such a physical hard job <laughs> speaking into a microphone. <laughs> well, that's what I'm fucking proper grateful for, man, is at up. least I'm not swinging off a sledgehammer or doing something today, climbing upstairs of a wash plant and unblocking pipes and fixing shit and that. Like, very grateful that I can do that. And that's what, that's what I mean. Like, next year and that with footy, I'll try and do the same thing and play a few more, I think, just because you do have that opportunity to fucking have a run and not have to do something physical, which a lot of blokes don't get the opportunity to have. No. <laughs> Normally every bastard's got to show up and just get it done. Especially injury-wise, mate. Like That's that's a big reason why last couple of years I haven't played is because like a couple of boys got hurt pretty bad on the weekend. And it's like, what do they do now for, for work? Yeah, like they're, off, they're off work. They're not getting paid. It was like everything why I sold me motorbike. I'm like, I'm subbing for myself like, mm. when I was out there and I'm going... If you fuck up, you're the only one bringing money in. Yeah, exactly. And that's what, like, the reason why I'm not playing now is literally because, like, where the family's at, I'm like, I value that time with them more. But, I mean, some of these lads, man, are literally putting their whole income on the line just to come have a run. That's what people... Well, that, then that's their thing to maybe blow off a bit of steam, though, so they can rock back up Monday. Oh, 100%. Put up with the bullshit. 100%. And that's what I talked to a few boys about. It is therapy. Like, footy and stuff like that is therapy. While you're out there, you can release that shit that you got built up in you, you know, get it out of your system, and then it's on the piss with the boys after. That's normally where all the chat happens. Like, we talk about speaking up. Those times is when sort of that chat does happen. Around the fire at 2 a.m. blind. Yeah, yeah, I've had <laughs> actually having a rough couple of weeks, and yeah, it's yeah, good to hear. And it's normally when the chat happens, so it's that. But like we talk about, man, it's that balance, isn't it, with everything? Yep. So, but yeah, how's your weekend, Quino? Pretty boring, brother. Yeah, being a good boy. That's all right. Stayed, you need them every now and again. That's right. Stayed inside. Uh, I went and watched Oppenheimer in Gold Room on Thursday. Give us a review. Review. Uh, review, mate. Review. Yeah, Brilliant. nice. Brilliant. Um, not very explosion orientated as I wanted it to be, but mm-hmm. it still kept me very captivated. Jesse liked it too. That was good. Uh, the girls went to watch Barbie in Gold Room Saturday and they got on the piss, so I drove because I'm a good boy as well. Got oh. some brownie points. Nice, mate. And then pretty much just did business stuff in between. So And back in the gym, so that was good too. Nice. Good job, mate. Yeah, finally got rid of this fucking like, cough because so, yeah. I haven't been going because I haven't been able to breathe in the mm. morning, but finally back at it and it's good. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it is good. I've, like we talked about the other day, I'm never going to carry on like I'm just this fucking fitness guru because I've mm. just been belting oh, no. dog's eyes for years. So, <laughs> but it is, it has been good. The old mentality change in me that couple of weeks to create a habit. Like I feel like I am in a habit now, which is nice. Yeah. And now I just got to make sure I don't fall out of the fucking thing. First one missing a Monday at the gym today, but because I fucking can't do anything at the moment, so. Um, but yeah, no, I've been enjoying that too, getting into that bit of a change up. Mm. So, uh, boys update on the mouse hunting. I'm, uh, I've got another one. Do you want another one? Two, but two from two. Yeah, two from two. But I think it shows that I never really had a huge problem. You know, I was onto it as soon as I started, yeah, yeah, started cool. seeing it, which is good. But I've got the perfect place for a glue trap. You know where my bar is and there's that little mm. gap between the bar and the wall. One of those glue pads fits perfectly in there, and that's where they dart through. Yeah, so nice. I think I'll just leave one there permanently, you know, and then it just whenever one's sneaking around, boom, just get him straight up. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, good. I'm on to the mouse game. It's going pretty quiet on the mouse front now. Uh, but, yeah, 
Those, those rats are fucking shocking. You seen some of those big rats? Or where we are, where the studio is, that mm. Auckland Street right down the end here. Mm. Fuck me! I remember we had our first house when we were real young. I think you used to live on Auckland Street too, didn't you? Way back in the day. That's where I was born and grew up. Yeah, mum and dad pumped it, didn't us? Yeah, yeah. Living in the old Queenslander. I remember, this, like as a kid, I still remember this thing was like a football. True. It wasn't water rat <laughs> either. Oh, mate, that it was fucking... a big town rat. Like, I mean, feeding on the old Chinese restaurant. Oh, yeah, they do get pretty big, don't they? Big tails on the cunts. Fuck. Fuck that. Big old rat. No they sticky were... pads stopping them. Yeah, they'd just fucking put one on like a slipper. <laughs> <laughs> Walk around with a cunt. <laughs> That's like you can get the big rat ones, which is where well, the big Before rat trap. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Catching a cat. Fuck, I, yeah, so I used to live on Auckland Street there and went to school down at um, Central School. Yeah. And so there was like a – and I remember, it's funny, it brings up a memory like um, with Harry at the moment, we got him a new bike, like an upsized bike, and he's all over it at the moment riding it. Mm. And um, he's been riding to school and you walk with him. And now the bike's getting bigger, he gets to places quicker, so I'll give him like checkpoints. Be like, righto, mate, stop you can it. ride down to the corner, make sure you stop there, rah, rah, rah. And it just brings, there's still that little bit of anxiety going, oh, even though the neighbourhood's quiet and shit like that, there's still cars that can be driving around. And back in the day, man, the old boy bought me a bike and did the same thing going to school for me and giving me checkpoints and shit. And halfway there, there's a train track. And on the way, <laughs> on the way home one day, man, he reckons I just took off. Just pinned it, like in primary school, and he's like, "Oi, make sure you wait here, straight through the train tracks. Train come through." Oh, so oh. then <laughs> he didn't know you made it the other side. No, well, like he oh. saw that I went through, but then the train happened—a oh. big long train. So he's waiting there, no idea where I was. Train went by, I was gone. Like he said, I didn't wait. wait. <laughs> I went home, and he reckons he fucking started putting the putting the fast walk on, started running. Got home, here I am, parked up, eating chips on the couch, watching TV, and he's up me. He's like, fucking like, yeah. <laughs> But, you know, I think about that, but now I know exactly what he was thinking. Yeah, you know, I imagine know. the thoughts going through your head. Holy fuck. fuck you know, but anyway, it's all. Uh, Do you remember that? Um, we had a similar thing with, um, back in Sun Valley. We had to stay in the cul-de-sac with our bikes. Remember a really early episodes when I said we had like the – he wasn't a known pedophile, but he was pretty sure he was a pedophile. He like swerved at us kids and shit. And Bit of a weirdo. And invite us in. Yeah. yeah he was full-blown. He, he used to just hang out at the fucking town library, but, yeah, he definitely touched kids for fun. Oh, you could wow. tell. Yeah. Yeah. Did he ever get done? Fuckhead. Nah, I don't know. I don't know, but fucking well, – we used to always talk to the mad cunt. Oh, <laughs> What do you use to fucking... Yeah, I remember he had this little Daihatsu charade, like a two-door, the ugliest little car. And I remember, I don't know if my parents even caught on. I remember we said to him, going, that bloke's weird. He keeps swerving at us on the fucking, on the, on the road. Yeah, wow. But, you know, back in those days, he'd go, oh, as if that would happen in the cul-de-sac. But Yeah, I'd like a weirdo in the cul-de-sac. <laughs> I'd like to go knock on the door, see if it's still the mad cunts in there. Probably Bobby Cuddy. Bobby Cuddy. <laughs> carrot in his ass. <laughs> Oh, boys, it's uh, it's getting close to me birthday. Mm. Birthday it, in August. We're heading to the old elite radio. I'm fucking very, very pumped for that. I, I was talking to the missus the other day about we haven't really had a, like a trip away just with me and her. Yep. And um, that'll be it. Like you, you, and, you and your missus are coming. So I'm pretty keen to just have a bit of a, you know, a fun bit of a boogie with the missus. That'll be great for you. Yeah, man. It'll be, it'll be good fun. But 
The other thing I've got is the missus has given me the mission to pick a smoker to get. Because like I said, I left that old upright hark back at home. I've just been running the barbecue lately, but I'm very keen to get stuck into my smoking work, especially the trendsetters group and just how much everyone's, you know, putting into Fairly that. Into it, yeah. yeah, and that chat lately. But I think I'm going to run the same one that you've got, mate, that pellet. The pellet Traeger, what's it, the 22 or something? Yeah, it is the Pro 22, yeah. Yeah, it's... A thousand it's, bucks, fucking... Yeah, it's one of those things where I'm like, I just don't have the time. Like, eventually, I'd really want to get a good uh, offset charcoal one. I definitely want to do that and have that later on. But for now, just with the the time that I've got, I just sort of need something I can just set and forget without having to learn over over a few weeks or whatever. Yeah. So I think I'm, I think I'm going to run one of those, but I'm pretty... Uh, I'm pretty keen to get stuck into it, eh? Fucking oh. Have you been using yours much? Yeah, I used it twice last week. I um yeah, I was doing the fire stuff and then I went um like tasted the difference on the smoker compared to the fire. And then oh, I did yeah. the barbecue the next night. And then I've just been eating steak and avocado. Yeah. And then I even last night I couldn't be fuck cooking anything, but I put, uh, did a steak in the air fryer. It was fucking prop. Steak in the air fryer. Yep. Yeah, nice. Actually, the air fryer game, I'm um, because we've just had a very basic one from the get go. But I think we're going to about to invest in like you have the big ones and they have two sections and you can have different temperatures in both. So say you're cooking a protein and then you're cooking some veggies or whatever, you can have it at two different temps and pretty much cover your whole oh, meal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That so um, I think we're going to invest in that man because they're fucking a handy bit of kid, eh? They are good. You can do good pork belly in them, but you have that real big fat cap. It yeah. does the crackling problem. You have a lot of um, doesn't render it down. Sort of thing. No. Yeah, no, I'm. Um, but but yeah, I think we're about to upgrade because I I just really reckon those two those two chambers just allow you to do a fair bit more in the same you know at, at the same time. What are they worth, Quinn? Or well, a half decent one? Yeah, have a sus, Quinn. I think it's a few hundred, but the amount that you use them, especially with the kids, man. Like even snags, if you don't want to cook shit, like chucking a couple of snags in there. And yeah, some veggies a, in the other one for the kids. Like, Boy, that's a good idea. The old snags, you, bro. They and it and it drains heaps of the fat out. Like it, it does a prime job. That's just, it's just an it, easy one sauce, for the kids. Sauce, that's seems, it. There, the ninja. Like a, yeah, that ninja one from JB is two sixty nine. So that's a good investment. So that I think that's what I'm. I think that's what we're looking at. Like a, a decent price one, but the amount that we use that fucking thing, like we said, especially cooking the kids' dinners, all that shit. Then oh, yeah, I think we're gonna. Stop it. I think we're going to invest in one, but what a good idea. It's like that thing, you know, how the air fryer was the new thing and now no, I wouldn't have thought about that. And you're going, oh, there's two chambers, two different temps. Bang. Like, <laughs> I love a good fucking pie out of the um, air fryer. Oh, those, I potato, those potato ones and you put a little knob of butter on the top. Ooh. Stop it. I haven't tried a dog's eye in the fucking... Um, Prime, 35 minutes from frozen. Yeah? 180. Oh, daddy might have to dig into a dog's eye when I'm... Uh... Well, that's what it is for the potato one. Maybe it's a bit less when you're not trying to mm. cook down the... Uh, oh, what's the word? Crisp up the potato on top. Mm. Yeah, good stuff. Hey, all this fucking food chat. Mm. I think there's only one thing we need to go to. <laughs> oh, It's cooking with daddy. <laughs> cooking with daddy. Right, oh, mate. What, are we, uh, what have you been getting stuck into? Well, in almost every episode, 
Oh, I fucking rave up that fire door, that Lennox fucking hasty or whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. But he did like a masterclass the other day on YouTube. I think he might have even been talking about this last week. Mm. I don't know, have a few conversations with people. But um, yeah, yeah, went out to the fire. Got this stainless mesh that was meant to be used for another job back when I was working somewhere. And um, I'm like, fuck, this will be good over the fire at home. And then, um, yeah, watched his YouTube thing and just followed it. Point by point, didn't change anything. Yep. Oh, besides a bit of garlic powder, Daddy needs his garlic. <laughs> keeps keeps the worms away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I've never cooked with dill, never cooked with fennel before. Yeah, I don't even know fucking how to do it. And then just using the um, oh, what's the word? The sieve, because I didn't have the proper to put on the fire straight away on the coals. I'm like, oh mate, this is unreal. Yeah, just the flavour and searing the lemon. Like the bush lemons off the tree. Yeah. And then putting it in the olive oil. I tried to do it the next night with the smoker because I was trying to like um what's compare. The, compare. And just it was just bloody prime on the fire, eh? Oh, yeah, yeah. Just that raw sort of flavour. What nothing like it, the smoker, the smoker was shit. What's it change grilling the lemon and then with the juice? Like, does it just add a bit of a smoke like a what caramelizes. What? Yeah, right, eh? Caramelizes, just adds a bit of a different yeah. flavour. It was fucking Unreal. I, don't Actually, know, I said to Cass, just... I said, was this the, like I was up her again. I'm going, is this pretty fucking good? <laughs> she said it was pretty good. but I was, Halfway oh, through the first bite, how is it, Dal? How is it? <laughs> I was sitting there just going, this is the best meal I've ever had in my life. Mm. So. Actually, Johnny just did a tomahawk steak on his channel. Yeah, like, I like the almonds and that green beans yeah. thing he did with the um, lemon mustard sauce. It looked great, doesn't it? That tomahawk, like he said... And I love how when he was cutting it up, he left a bit on the bone because he's like, fucking that best part. You just chew that bone, you know? Yeah, I reckon that'd be good, the nuts on the green beans. Yeah. No, I, I think it was good too. I um, But that's the sort of stuff what I'm looking forward to, having that smoker, because it's an easy process. You flick it on, it's got the pallet thing. Like, I think I'm keen to start with the big offset thing. I'd be keen to do like briskets in and really make a day of it. But I like the fact that I can get a nice big piece of steak Start it in the smoker and it's an easy process and then sear it on the grill or whatever after and it just yeah, makes fire that... up the barbie next to it and then sear yeah. them off. Like I think I'm just keen to start doing a bit of that, like those quick sort of things like that. I just want to um, get better at this kettle. Yeah, the Weber kettle. Yeah. How much are I might have a look for like a second hand. Oh they're Weber only kettle. they're only um what did I pay? Two hundred bucks or yeah, right, forty eh? bucks. So it's, that's probably one of those ones you can get that uh a cheapish price that you can um, at least get the hang of, eh? Like before. Oh, I hope I didn't pay that. Is that a gas one? Three twenty nine at B. Nah, look up B's, uh, Bunnings. Bunnings might be a different brand, is it? Yeah, well, we're not paying fucking four hundred bucks for a. Oh yeah, so it's called the a jump buck, but yeah, similar. One thirty nine, always close to the money. Yeah, well, so that sort of thing you can at least get the same feel for it, eh? That's not a bad what idea. What's the, the difference off. between that and the four hundred dollar one? Oh, it, it must probably. be the insulation or something, maybe mm. like the thickness. I don't know, but but like Quinn said, the brand. Like yeah, as soon brand, as that, brand name. As soon right. as that name Weber's on it, it's just like anything, man. Yeah, you know, that is true. Name. Yeah, but no, mate. I'm um I'm very excited. You know, I'll just especially the first few weeks with it. I think I'll be pounding that thing into the earth's <laughs> core. But do you with the pallets in it? Do you um. Just like once you fill that hopper, how long does it take to to run through sort of thing? Oh, if you fill that to the top, you should be able to do a full brisket and probably another two 
tomahawk steaks probably. Because my only thing with that is you go... 12-hour brisket and then you could probably fire it up again for a yeah, pork belly bites and a tomahawk, mm. which would be about an hour sitting at yeah, 80 to 120 degrees or whatever. Because my only thing with that is, like, what if you want to use cherry wood or something for pork, but you're using hickory for something else? Is it a pain in the ass to change the... Yeah, because they got that grate there, but yeah. I don't know if the grate comes out. Yeah, right. Yeah, but you just don't fill it all the way up. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I just sort of just, I sort of know how much now to what I'm cooking. Yeah, that's the guy. So I just don't go overkill. Because <clears throat> yeah. I'm like, you know, sometimes you might change your chips if you're cooking chicken or fucking pork or what flavour you want, you know. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm excited to get in, get stuck in. I've also got another segment that we're gonna, Ooh, we're gonna bring. Daddy's got a new segment. Yeah, yeah. Fucking business up. ideas with Daddy. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, fucking oath. What do you got, Daddy? What's you? Well, well, remember we were talking about the um, hairdresser, mobile hairdresser. We were yeah. talking about that, but they already like we said they're already doing that in America. But you found someone, Quinn, didn't you? That's doing it in Australia, or? outside of my university. Remember? Oh, in Rocky. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah. But someone put a post on that trendsetters group about it. Yeah, I think. But um. There's probably already one out there. But last night, I was, like, looking for supplies for, like, all random different shit. I'm like, imagine if you can just – you could be a consultant and you go to – like, someone rings you and go, I want this type of knife made from this type of steel or whatever or I want to make a pre-workout and you just consult. You go and find it all for them. You charge them a fee and go, this is what I've come up with. Give me six weeks. Yeah. I'm like – what, and you take, like, a commission off of... Yeah, a finder's fee. Like, you found the supplier, you talk to them all, you got the sample, you send the sample out to me. Yeah. I'm like, surely there is people like that, but I'd, I haven't found any. Imagine, though, giving your idea that you think's going to be a world, like a game changer, and trusting some cunt not to fucking go, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess that's... that's why that's... you build that brand up, right? About that but if you're, like... Doing this every day, you probably don't really care. Yeah, yeah, that's right. If you're getting your little thing. Like, if it's something unique, you would. But if it's just, like, a pre-workout or a certain knife or some barbecue tools or... Fuck, you'd need some connections to start up something like that, wouldn't you? Especially if you weren't even a specific type of... um... Or just someone that really knows Alibaba or some good Australian suppliers. And people might go, Pacific, go, I just just want this to be manufactured in Australia. I'm Mm. starting to dabble in that game. There you go, Quinn. Mm. We could, you know... Help each other. Yeah, yeah, nice. <laughs> there you go. Because it's, it's, it's hours. Like I was up until yes. one in the morning this morning, just yeah. looking at different shit. Because you're talking yeah. to people internationally. Yeah, you imagine time. if you know two languages. Mm. Yeah, and it's sometimes it's just like you said, it's time, right? It's waiting on replies. It's it's getting over the language barrier, which is very very frustrating sometimes for people who don't have the time to to work through. But once you work through it. You can deal with them, but it's just the time, like you said. Eh? Size charting, knowing different countries' size charts with like clothing or yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Oh, that's that's good, mate. It'd be interesting to see if there there would be. You think there would be some? I reckon there'd be some in a certain field, but I don't know if there'd be any that are just like hit me with your hit idea. me with it, and then you have a minimum of like six to eight weeks to come up with something mm, for them. There you go. Daddy's ideas. <laughs> Daddy's ideas. <laughs> That's good. The business ones. Yeah, business ideas. Reach out if you're in that uh, game. Yeah. I don't know what I'm looking for, but Re- um, I'm sure you'd be handy along the, along the road. That's right. Reach around if you're in that game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Well, I reckon a bit of news and sport. We'll cross over to the newsroom, eh?
Shout out to Pendulum. Uh, might just cover a little bit of sport first, boys, quickly. Yep. Um, UFC London. Meatball Molly, the hype train, I'm shattered. I remember even like when we picked our little bet, I had a look because I need to start looking at the other fighter I have no idea about and saw that she was a submission artist and we even had a chat and you're like, should we go against her? And I'm going, I can't. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I can't. I just wanted to win. Well, and I, when you said that text comes through going, oh, she's a sh- submission artist, I'm like, well, that's probably much your answer. Yeah, but it's it's one of those things too where I'm going – I just thought for sure the UFC would have matched Meatball Molly up with someone that they were very confident she was going to beat just to keep that Patty the Batty, Meatball Molly hype train UK thing going, but fucking apparently not. Whenever you get that striker who's just a knockout artist and you get him put up against a submission specialist, I just it's one of those things that's really starting to become a trend, isn't it, that that submission artist just gets him. Yeah. You reckon, but, uh, is Ronda Rousey coming back? Oh, I don't know. I haven't really well, heard she, anything about it. Was she the same weight as Amanda Nunes? I think so. I think Amanda's That's probably why she's her. coming back. Yeah, because <laughs> Amanda's gone. Yeah, I hope Amanda comes back out of retirement. But how much sort of, like, just what she's been in the um, wrestling game, hasn't she? Yeah, oh, movie actor fucking. Yeah, I think she should just sail off into the sunset like she already has, to be honest. Because that women's game, like any sport at the moment, women's sport is just getting better and better and better. Okay. And unless she's been training full on, some of these women, mate, are fucking animals, you know? So anyway, oh, Meatball, I don't know where she goes there, but she fucking shit all over us. Um, Tom Aspinall, I was very confident with this one and a dominant performance, TKO first round and followed by a John Jones call out. So I'm very interested to see what happens because he he's one of those fighters for me and, like, obviously I don't know fuck all about it technically, but... He just always seems like a really well-rounded fighter in the heavyweight division. You know, in the heavyweight, boys, there's a lot of lads who fucking, they've got a specialty. He's a really well-rounded sort of fighter overall. Yeah. And I think he was right in the game from an early age and had really great training. So it should be some exciting stuff happening, I reckon, with him in the heavyweight division. But, yeah, this is his little, we've got a little clip here from after the fight. Give me that microphone, Mike Bispin. I'll tell you exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to Paris. I'm going to be sat front row for Cyril Gann against Sergei Spivak. I'm going to beat the winner, and then I'm going to beat John Jones. Right. <laughs> there it is. And John, uh, I think John Jones said, sounds good, lol, or, or something. And there's a video of Tom Aspinall reading it going, he knows about me. He knows I exist. <laughs> so, so you know, I just think it's exciting. And the exciting thing for me is maybe that means there's two more fights out of John Jones we get to see. Yeah, remember there right. was that chat going there where it was like he beats um, – if he beats yeah. fucking uh, – what's his name? Pavlovich. No. Uh, um, Stipe. Yeah, if he beats Stipe, he was sort of – you hear these rumours about his last fight. But between um, Pavlovich and now Aspinall – there's a couple of things there now. So yeah. I'm like, I hope we get to see him for a few more years, you know. I just, at the moment, you've got greatness fighting in the UFC. It's just you want to watch as many of those fights as you can, I think. Fucking oath. So, no, that, so that was pretty cool. Uh, George Cambosis got the win in a very controversial decision. I didn't actually get to watch the fight, but um, there's been a heap of chat around it. They reckon old mate won um, in the majority decision. 
it's hard. Some of these boxing calls, man. Yeah, just... I don't even like to comment because I really don't know anything about it. I yeah, don't... like I, like I said, I didn't even get to watch the fight, but you just read so many comments and people blowing up about the decision. I think there was like one judge that scored it 114 to 114. One scored it like one round more to Cambosis, and then one bloke scored it like crazy to Cambosis, and they're going that can is not Never, possible yeah. that that scorecard happens. So, but it, yeah, it just seems to be a common thing, right? Like, what do you do about it? It's like going to a few of these events and they are actually scoring, but almost like looking down, and yeah. then he like pops his head up now and then. I'm like, you should be glued and almost have it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. I know this is like a local one, but I'm going, why are you looking down the whole time? What I think needs to happen is, not not when it's close, and people use the word robbery way too often, I think, yeah. nowadays. They've got a fucking hard job. But, for example, that scorecard that was 117 to 111 or something, and everyone's going, no fucking way. Even if George won, there's no way that happened. I feel like that judge should at least have to explain how he got that decision. In a post-fight interview, not getting roasted, but just like a, an interviewer, hey, mate, explain to us how you got that decision because it was seen a lot differently from a lot of other people. Boom, hand him the microphone. Let him have a fucking explain his opinion because every other motherfucker has to explain what they do for their job. They just yeah. seem like they just sail off and sneak out the back, you know? Probably right, I remember we've too. had this chat before and I was, what was I saying? I don't know, I was sort of... Wasn't disagreeing with you, but I was sort of just like, yeah, it was just more drama for them. Yeah, to trust their license, and but they should, I reckon they well, definitely should. One like that, where you, where everyone's going, what the fuck? What was that? And mm. who knows? He might be able to explain, so people aren't just blowing up. He might be able to say, this is how I judge a fight. They might say, uh, I value this aspect of a fight more than this one, and then they might go, oh righto. Instead of everyone just going cheating, can't like, yeah, I don't know. It's just something has to happen, I reckon, because some of these decisions getting made are pretty big and you don't even know why. I'd like to get a crash course how it all works. Me too. I'd like to get a crash course in the UFC because I think there's a, yeah. a big grey area at the moment with control time and how that is valued compared to punching because I just don't know how that gets judged. So you know? if you're in that game... Mm. Reach out, we'll sit down with you. Well, it'd be an interesting yarn to have, I think, if someone knows about it, but I don't know if anyone does. I don't even know if the judges do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ground control. Boy, off the back of the boxing chat, did you see that? Now, I, talk, I talked about this in the Reggies the other day um, and, co- and covered this, but that influencer boxing flash, did you see when the chick got the, yeah, got, yeah. The, got the cans out? Yeah, she had a good set on it too. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, like I said, you, everyone can appreciate a good set. Everyone. When seen. That's right. Women, everyone. Yeah. You know, but um, there was a few sooks here and there, like blowing up about yeah. it sort of thing. But what I said on like, on the Reggies is I was going, imagine if in this influencer boxing fight, right, that we're about to do, I knock Klutz out and then I just get me sword out and just fling it around in the ring. I'd get fucking tackled, dragged out of the cunt, probably banned from 2K radius from schools if well, I did that. But what happens if you brown-eyed the crowd? Dragon people just laugh? Well, I, I, I think it has to be a bit more than that. Like, if you got your cock out or something, or something, like, as a bloke, you got your bit Yeah, but imagine, imagine if she dropped her pants and fucking done a big spread. Mm. She'd, she'd be dragged out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good call, where cock's probably not, cock's more than that with a, with a set of tits, but tits yeah. is more than an ass. 
don't know. I just go. I just go. It's a you know, it's a two way street there. Imagine if a bloke did it. <laughs> Free the nipple. <laughs> Free the fucking nipple. Yeah. Hey, I'm not saying I don't like nah, it. I nah. think it was great. I just mean like I'm picturing a bloke doing something similar in there. What would the reaction be to that? Well, my opinion <laughs> is everyone should fight with their shirt off. <laughs> you don't need a sports bra. <laughs> well, women's boxing would suddenly gain popularity. Fucking I Get a few yeah. more viewers. So with the beach volleyball and fucking um, <laughs> at the Olympics. I'll be going elsewhere. Jeez, that is that already is popular. Oh, it is. It's cheeky. It's cheeky. It is cheeky. I love that they um. Well, you got to have a look close to it because they tell you what serves coming. You know. Yeah. I like, I like yep. trying to understand those hand signals. Yep. Yeah. No, beach volleyball, great sport for women. I don't think I've ever seen the top of the screen on my TV. <laughs> Just fucking state the halfway mark. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, good one to watch lying in bed. Hundred mm, percent, mate. What about uh, what do you boys got? Fucking, that's that's pretty much sport sport covered. Ah, uh, am I am I going? I don't know. Yeah, what. go for it. Mine's more just um, what you want to stay away from this fucking AI shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's happened in the what's AI happened? game? Oh, it's just fucking crazy. But I another business idea for Daddy, part of my news thing. <laughs> um, what's it called? This AI. Uh, it's should I just hang on a second. You know, do you want me to do mine and then you can? Yeah, do yeah. actually, the cricket. We just retain the ashes. Yes. Fucking Drew with the palms. Thank shout out to Rain. That was a big part in the <laughs> reason we drew because they were all over us like a fucking rash. But, yeah, we retain the ashes, so sucked in palms, eat a dick. That's the uh, last of sport. Okay. What do you got, brother? Kick, kick, resume, uh, yeah, kick resume. So it's an AI program. You know how people struggle to do the right resume and stuff like that, and these mm. days this might be false information, so don't hold me to it. Yep. But if you're going for a big job at a big company these days, they almost want, like, words in the safety like yeah, part, yeah, part of it triggers them, triggers them, and almost, they almost put it into a system, and then look for that word, and then you'll go to the top of the list. Yeah, but I'm like using this AI app, Kick Resume. You could probably learn yeah, a few of those, those words, words. Or, or what the subject you're trying to go after, and it might be able to simplify those mm. words, and you could be at the top of the list. Wait, off the back of that, I read or saw somewhere a hack the other day to get your resume, Smick, right? And this is what it was. Someone said to do up a prime fake job offer and put it on seek and then for oh. the job that you're chasing and everyone submits their resume to it and you can go through and look at what everyone's resume looks like and take little bits from it and shit. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, how's that for a fucking little sneaky to see what... That's chess, not checkers. Bro, how, <laughs> how's that? Yeah, like a bit good. of grubbery, but I'm like... <clears throat> Yeah. You'd fucking really see what the competition's going at. Like, you yeah, know, fuck it up. pick it to pieces. I don't even know where I fucking saw that, but yeah. Probably be careful with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that, obviously, you shouldn't do that because it's not right, but I saw that and went, wow. Yeah. Fucking, you'd rarely get to see it. But that, so that AI thing, is that just something that you submit, like, hey, I need a resume for this job? Can you yeah, involve Yeah, and you'll these put skills? everything in that they're asking, and then it'll probably just write you up the proper word. Surely kids are just doing that for assignments. Oh, like, man, there's like right eight up. apps. There's one like um, I was going to start having a go at. Mm. Mm. 
like pretty much like marketing and and web stuff, like how to sell like things. Yeah. No, no, it's a crazy world. I'm more, yeah. I'm more just freaking out about uh, uh, identity theft. Yeah, yeah. With it all. Well, like you said the other day, it's crazy that someone can like because obviously we've talked for so long now, hours and hours worth that we've probably said most words they need to to copy our voices, and then they can just make us talking whatever they want us to say. Like Tom Cruise got done with it the other day. This bloke looks similar, and um, he's just doing a cleaning sort of ad. And he sort of looks like Tom, but with that facial recognition, thing, he used over the top of it with his voice. It just looked look like Tom Cruise was doing it. Yeah, it's pretty wild, isn't it? We're probably a year or two away from who knows what if we're even talking. Yeah. Yep. It's a fucking wild game. Mm-hmm. That is for sure. What about you, Quino? What do you got, mate? Now, remember when we brought news back? I think this is like one of my first ones about the giant spider. Yeah. So this is similar to that. So a rare piranha-like fish with human teeth has been caught by a young angler in Oklahoma. I'm going to show you guys a photo. We'll put it up on Patreon as well. Yeah. Have a fucking go at this. Oh. Hey. Fucking human teeth. The invasive fish known as a pucku, it originates from South America, has evolved human-like gnashes to accommodate its varied diet. Get fucked. Jeffrey Dormer would have had them in a tank. Fucking hell. A young boy in Oklahoma has caught a bizarre piranha-like fish with early human-like teeth. That is, like, proper. Yeah, that's the bottom set of human teeth. Yeah. Charlie Clinton caught the exotic fish known as a pucku in his neighbourhood pond on the weekend of July 15th. Pucku is the name given to several species of fish in the Sarasalamonday family. I hope I got that right. But, yeah, pretty much a fish with human teeth. Um, fish aren't that attractive as it is, so that's pretty... Yeah, that's that's weird, isn't it? <laughs> and like Quinn said before, we've sorted this Patreon system out, so all what we're looking at when we're talking on those visual episodes, it's on the screen, mm. so you can see what we're seeing. But uh, yeah, that's fucking, <laughs> yeah, look that's at pretty that, wild, isn't it? That is a bottom jaw, <laughs> bud. Oh. Fuck me. There you go. Yeah, that's a dormer animal. It's going on over to the right there. <laughs> we're looking at. Oh yeah! Got, oh, mate, <laughs> got a handgun off wish. <laughs> fucking hell! What have you been looking up? Mm. Oh mate, if someone ever got onto the search history at this joint, we're fucked. <laughs> oh yeah, I've got I've got one one funny one to finish off the news segment, mm-hmm. and you might have to go to YouTube Quino for this, and we have to watch it because I watched a clip the other day, and it was one of the biggest fucking carry-ons I've seen. Hobby Horse Championships. Write that in. 2023? Yep. Oh, yeah. Now, yep. watch that at yeah, the top. how good Big is one? it? Watch this. These fuckers it? are serious, too. I want to go to one. This. Mate, <laughs> it's fucking... Actually, have a look at this. And if you're listening at home, take the t- time after this or whatever to look up Hobby Horse Championships 2023. They've literally got a horse head on a stick... And they're doing show jumps and prancing around a fucking arena and shit. I want to go and get in the crowd and just get real hyped up with it. <laughs> just lose a plot. You go, girl. What do you reckon? Like sponsor it or Canna, something? Canna, Canna, trot. Sponsor the yeah, fucking... sponsor it. Sponsor someone. But look at them. They... D- <laughs> <laughs> Like they proper do the prancing in oh the my thing. God, look like... at her. Oh, she's crying. She's just taking it out. Oh, yeah, show jumping, like the equestrian. Oh, mate, I just... But they're full serious. Like, full serious in it. I guess it's like hurdles, eh? Yeah. 
Pretty yeah. much like hurdles for weirdos. Oh, mate. It's just, yeah, if you get the chance, have a look at that. But that, like, this is a genuine event. <laughs> it's just. Where are, they, just, he- where are they held? When's the, next one? When's the next one? Yeah, I don't is know. Is it only yeah, Finland? Is it? Imagine if we just brought this fucking huge crowd there. Fuck, that'd be funny. Oh, man. Let me find out where the next one is. Yeah, right. I see where we're heading next. But I'd see, there's an over 18 one because that all looks pretty fucking young. Mate, there's there's over, there's over 18s ones. It's when the bloke's got a gimp mask on and he's getting whipped around the flat. In the dungeon. Because <laughs> the there's that the, sort of shit. <laughs> the latest one was on the 17th of June. Oh, he missed um, it. Will be held for the 10th time. So maybe it's this time next year. Mm. We'll have to look into that shortly. That'd be a fucking carry-on. Jesus Christ. <laughs> fucking hell. Imagine heading there. Uh, imagine, you wonder if we could enter. Seemed like a female-only thing. Or just identify as a girl, man. Or bro. Yeah, actually, good call. Yeah, anyway, that, that was my little thing to finish off the fucking the news segment. I just had a laugh at that and went, get fucked. <laughs> this thing's actually a legit event. Imagine if you blew up, did a big controversy thing, like um, you identified as a woman in the in the horse thing. And just, just jumped higher than everyone. Yeah. Just cleaned up. Yep. Just <laughs> cleaned up. Just trained for it and just took it out. This and just week. got on social media, just blowing up about it. Didn't change your voice at all. Same haircut. Yep. Yeah, I just fucking identify as a woman and just cleaned it out. The Finnish horse champ. Oh, fuck. Be a good run for the trophy cabinet. Oh, <laughs> uh, good stuff. Right, hey, a bit of motivational stuff. Now, we've got a few here today. I think one each, We've actually. got one each, yep. Yeah, Cambo, you sent this one through fucking a week ago, and you said, how's this for a bit of fire up? Yeah, fucking This, is a, this is a good one to give you a kick in the ass. Fuck your motivation. You need discipline. So no matter how you feel, get up and do what you're supposed to do. Do you want to be a bitch today? Do you want to walk around all day knowing that you could, but you didn't? There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. Seize this very minute what you can do or even dream you can do and begin it. Yeah, fucking hell. I think I was outside there just, just sitting on at the bar having a beer and I think I had to do something. I just went and got the <laughs> shovel and just got all the dog shits out of the yard. Run through a wall. Yeah, I was just like, oh, I need to do something. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, got me in the, I was in the sauna the other day and it got me another half an hour in there. Oh. Just, just dying. Fucking hell. I'd say, uh, how long have you, what's the longest time you've done in the sauna? I've only done hour and a half. Yeah, fucking hell. That's yeah. I, I haven't done really. I haven't really got into much sauna work. I've enjoyed it though. Like after we've been doing a bit, and then just even that little half an hour in the sauna, or sometimes twenty minutes, just it feels like you just get that bit of shit out of you. I want to go by a deep freezer and do the ice bath thing just to get mm. into it. But um, fuck, they're very accessible price. now. You can just buy one and yeah, you know. but fuck, they're still decent price. Yeah. I remember I was looking at one a couple of years back and it was about 800 for a pretty decent one from Harvey Normal, better electrical. Now they want about 1700 bucks. But there's also, like, if you want to try the ice bath thing before you buy a deep freezer, there's those ones, that the collapsible fuckers that are a decent price, I think, to yeah. actually put your ice in or even the uh, bathtub your bath to tub, start I, off. I did the bathtub at the rental, but yeah. fucking it still didn't get that cold. Yeah, like, well, I needed to put, like, 10 bags or something in there. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder what's the optimum degrees that they want. Like, what what should it be to actually have the right effect on you? Because, like, we've never yeah, checked the right, temp. Yeah. It's just been ice, and then you go, well, that's cold. Yeah. But I wonder if there is a fucking temp that you should have it at. Yeah, whims right into it like it doesn't even work unless it's under. 
So it reckons water to... 10 to 15 Celsius. That's that doesn't yeah, sound That's right. Fahrenheit. Oh, no. 10 to 15 degrees Celsius. Surely it has to be colder than that. But that's pretty cold yeah, I for suppose water. Yeah, it is for water. Mm. I don't know. I reckon if you put cold water in there and then dump two or three bags of ice in there, I think it'll do the job, surely. Mm. You know? Well, yeah. Think, uh, before we hit the next clip, I just had a couple of like little quote things that I was thinking about the other day, and I'm yep. like, yep. Um, you shouldn't take advice from people who are not where you want to be in life. That's probably a big one. Yeah. Everyone loves to offer their advice, but if they're not doing in life what you want to be doing, yeah, that's why, a, why would you bother? No, that's a great call. I think that's 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 also goes off the back of what we've said before about picking who you discuss your ideas with and that. Yeah. You know? Because like if someone isn't where you want to be or has experience in that field, they might shit on your idea. You go, oh, that's not going to work. But how the fuck would they know? Well, even if you want to talk to them, but don't get disheartened when mm. they're negative about it or something like that. Yeah. No, that's good. That's fucking great. The other one was. My biggest faults probably in my own life. Distraction is the greatest killer of success. It stunts and destroys your brain. Yeah. Getting on that phone and swiping all day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Leave right. that for the shitter. Or even when you when you have a good idea and the foundations are laid or whatever, you maybe lose some interest in it and something else comes up and then you put it on the back burner when it's like, hey, you've got a fucking good thing started, you know, with that. It's like I went to set up an email the other day. And then 15 minutes later, I didn't even know what I was doing. <laughs> oh, like back on Instagram or something like that. Yeah, I'm going, holy. Yeah. Well, I think that's why you and I fucking work together pretty well. It's because we've got a good balance of you keeping me sorted in my ways and me keeping you sorted in your ways. Yeah, you know? that's like, right. You gotta, when you're in a team environment, um, you know, your qualities should you'd fix the other one's flaws, you know. That's so exactly it, right. It works pretty well in what? that way. And one thing else um, that I've learnt in our lucky position that I'm very grateful for is someone makes ten times more than you do in a in a nine to five because they have more leverage with their work. That didn't come out right. Yeah, what what was that one again? Someone makes ten times more than you do in yeah. a nine to five because they have more leverage with their work. So pretty much, people that are doing a nine to five are flat out. Mm. But us, we've got all day to fucking do shit. Yeah, yeah, to figure stuff out. Yeah, it is hard to, like, do stuff outside of what you, you're... You can, but, like, yeah. we're lucky in our position now. You can just keep going. That's right, but fucking for ages there, we I didn't. know all about that shit. Yeah. You know, which I think is, is what you got to push through to be able to allow yourself the freedom of doing it. You know? And it's understanding now you can do more. You don't have to just fucking do the nine to five or. Mm. Well, it's sacrifice as well. Like you exactly. got to oh, sacrifice right. that time. You could go and finish your job and go home and do whatever you want, but you could put a couple of hours into building that side hustle, which could eventually turn into something you do full time. And that's an, that's a decision you got to make as your fucking person. Yeah, and not everyone has to do that too. You can go home and fucking get ready for fishing on the weekend. Mate, and some cunts, that is their fucking, they're pumped with that. And if you are pumped with that, good on you, man. That's yeah, they, awesome. they're happy at their job. They love their job. They're fucking. Yep. But if you aren't happy with your job, it's up to you to fucking do something about it pretty much, isn't it? Yeah. 100%. No, that was a good good few fucking quotes there, brother. That last one didn't really come out that great. Well, I think you explained it at the yeah. end of the day, <clears> you know. Um. Quinn, you sent one through, mate. Off now. The first one I think was wealth 
envisioned off TikTok was yeah, where that clip came from. Yep. yep. Um, the next one, this is motivational addicts on Instagram. Oh, Snoopy Snoop with a couple of wise We words. were talking about this a bit last week, so I think this is relevant. Mm. That's mental health, to be able to celebrate yourself mm. and to be able to give yourself some credit. And I feel like we always depend on confirmation or we depend on someone to make us feel like we're worthy or we're validated when in actuality you should thank yourself for being validated because you're the one that got to get up every day and do this and walk this walk, talk this talk and do what you do to be you. So thank yourself, pat yourself on the back. Not somebody else say it. I need to say it and say that I'm doing a good job. You're doing a great job, dog. Keep it up. And no matter what they say, you, you're doing a great job and your work is speaking for yourself. Very hard to do that sometimes oh. because I think you need to be harsh on yourself to keep improving and keep doing a good job. So as important as that is, that's something that I find difficult to do because I try and pick what I do apart to fucking do better at it, you know, yep. or improve and fucking shit like that. But he's right. Like every now and again, I suppose those gratitude moments where you might go, this is going well, you know, it's a fucking, it's doing good without getting caught up in it. I think that's the hardest bit. Yeah, doing that. Yeah, yeah don't definitely. don't get on the fucking high horse. Staying off the high horse is the hardest part when you're doing that sort of stuff. Big ag- advocate for that for me is like, or what I say all the time is you got to really take inventory sometimes and look at what you have done instead mm. of what you like. Because us three, we always look how could we keep going, going, going. Yeah, and you look at well, fuck, like look what we did last month, man. Like, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. stopping and actually looking at the big picture and smelling the roses sometimes. You yeah, actually go fucking hell. Mm. Definitely, things are going pretty good. So yeah, that was a good one, Quinn. Um, this one for me, just a little bit of gratitude to finish off. This one, I really like this one. Life is like a gym. If you look over to the right, there will always be somebody in better shape than you. But if you look to your left, there's someone who would die to be in your position. Short and sharp, but fucking accurate as, you know. Like sometimes you might be feeling down about shit. Why the fuck did this happen to me or or whatever? There'll always be someone that would fucking kill to be in your spot. And there'll always be someone who's fucking kicking ass that you could go, oh, fuck, look at them go. But I think it's just... You know, being grateful for the position you've got and making the most out of the opportunities that you have, you know? Yeah, that's so, right. Yeah. No, there's a few good fucking clips there, boys. That's from Progress Portal on Insta. Yeah. But no, it's just a good... I like sort of starting the week off with a bit of that sort of stuff. Like I said, follow a couple of those pages on Instagram and that and sometimes just, you know, bumping into a quote like that or a bit of a clip might give you a kick in the ass to go to the gym or or just do something, you know, or give something a go. Yeah, it's worked for all of us, so... Yeah. Like, some people are off it, like, that's not going to get you fucking motivated or whatever, but it fucking does. Well, if you're already half thinking that and you just need that little push in the morning... Yeah. Some t- it's it's not like you're going to be fucking 500 kilos on your deathbed, you watch that video and you're going to become David Goggins, but it's more... I just think those little tools, you know, it's that plus other things that you're doing might just be that little bit that helps you that day. That's right. Yeah. Well, I think it's a good tool anyway. It can also help being from like a third party that's not a friend or a family member. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is what can kind of spark that little bit of a kick. That's right. And if you're already following that page or whatever, no one needs to reach out to you to do it. You'll just, you might be scrolling, being a slack fuck, and you Mm. might have been there for 20 minutes or whatever instead of five, and you run into that video and go, oh, get off. Like, get off. Yeah, I've had a few. I'm going, put the phone down. Like, that was your little calling. Yeah. 
Yeah, shouldn't that's have right. taken half an hour to find the clip, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just keep following more of them. <laughs> but yeah, uh, good stuff, lads. Um, right, getting into a bit of the trendsetters group now. Jamie, uh, Johnny, sorry, put up a picture and it says power rankings with best beers. Now, this is numbered one to five. I don't know who put it in this order, but. It says one shower beer, two airport beer, three knockoff beer, four kids finally asleep beer, five fresh lawn beer. I want to say which order would you lads put them in? Because the order has changed for me since changing careers. Because I see the fresh lawn beer and the knockoff beer pretty on par. Used to be the knockoff beer for me when you were working 12-hour days, physical labour, it used to be fucking just unbeatable for me. But nowadays it's not as physically draining and I'm drinking at work sometimes, most of the time. So, like every now and again, like we're having a beer now. So it's yeah. like the knockoff beer doesn't have the same effect, you know. When I'm doing, yeah, I still reckon the knockoff beer when you've done a hard day's worth of work. Yeah. Well, that's, but I mean, it's hard now to put it yeah, in the Yeah, but oh, like sometimes I'll go do something in the afternoon and then like, do something to deserve it. Go yeah. move shit around or something like that. I don't know. For sure. But for me, yeah. I would put it in the order right now of what we do now. I would go uh, number five first, fresh lawn beer. I just love – because now I'm doing the push. I push drink mower. when I'm on the – Well, that's, <laughs> right, that's yeah. what I mean. In my position right yeah, now, like yeah, I'm pushing yeah. the mower and whippersnipping so I can't drink while I'm Sorry, doing Sorry, we'll hear yours, yeah. So sweating the hole out doing that. More of a summer thing really, but mm. after – Blow it all off and then sit back, crack a beer when I'm sweating and looking at the lawn going, fuck, yeah. Fuck That's probably first. Still a knockoff beer just because, like, more just in general. The knockoff beer is great. It's a good feeling. And then I'd go four. Kids finally asleep. Like, the whole dinner bath bed routine with the four kids is fucking full on at the moment. So after that all happens, you've got a couple of hours to yourself. That beer that you have then is fucking brilliant. The airport beer for me, I've never, it's never really been a crazy one for me more than a normal one, but it's normally good because you're on the way somewhere or doing something exciting. And then the shower beer, I've just never, I've just never got, got into it, which, yeah. which a lot of people are crazy on it, but yeah. I just, I don't see, it's not for me, but what would you go, mate? That's the, that, that's the list there. Knock off beer first. Yep. Uh, fresh lawn beer second. Well, I reckon uh, third would be airport beer. Mm-hmm. I do like that going, we get to have a fucking beer before we jump on this flight. There's something, <laughs> there is something exciting about that. Yeah. And then fourth would be shower beer and fifth would be probably kids finally asleep because I've only got one. So. Yep. Yeah. No, the old shower beer, yeah, fourth. Probably. Yep. Yeah. I was a sucker for that out of the workers' camps. Yeah. Well, because... Close me door, don't have to talk to any mm. cunt for about half an hour to have used to be like shower beer and knockoff beer would be the same thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm. Well, there's, there's that, well, I know from the workers' camp, you scull that one as soon as you walk in, go mm. to back outside, take your boots off, grab a second one as you went into the shower. Well, see, what I do is I like to have things done and really appreciate it. So, like, I would go and have a shower get all clean, get into my gear, be completely out of the work zone, and then I'd sit down and go crack the fucking thing and just go prime. Like that's what I used to like doing. Yeah, you know, I, I, just, I must have liked like still being dirty and that and just going, 
Thank fuck. Yeah. No, I don't know. We I just... um, used to do like pokey closes, right? And we're like all of our tight-knit group would always finish our work week and have Monday, Tuesdays off. Mm. So you would finish at four on Sunday or whatever, have your shower, beer and whatever, and then pretty much just stay up and then you'll just day drink on Monday. Yeah, nice. <laughs> that used to be a time in my life. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, fucking right. Because yeah. what time do they close? 5.30 now, some of them. Don't yeah, they? it depended on if you had to do cash up as well. Sometimes you're not walking out of there till 5.30, setting alarms and shit. Mm. See, that's when you would just go around to someone's house and there's, take Monday off. <laughs> there's nothing positive that happens in a pokey room at 4.30 in the morning. No. No. It's hard, like, you're doing all your counting and shit after working. Oh, there's, there's people in there, like... Oh, yeah. They're sad, depressed, or there's nowhere else to go, so people are just sitting in there. Just escaping reality yeah, for as long as they yeah. can. Yeah, I saw some of that. It, was, it is pretty sad. <clears throat> oh. Like, we've all been there with the boys and stuff when something's closed, but you were still going, we shouldn't really... Fuck man, even yet. even like I was saying, that push and last through the silly Sunday yeah. into the morning, the sun's coming up. See, this is a big part of mentality for me. If I'm away, if I'm away for three days, totally different. My mindset is I don't give a fuck if I don't sleep or do all this. I'm away <laughs> to have fun. But when I'm at home for some reason, it's that like if I push through till lunchtime here, I'm fucked and then I'm fucked today. And it's just that thing where I'm like, I can't. For yeah. some reason, I can't. Mm-hmm. And I probably could have if I played the whole year as well with that silly Sunday thing. And then you, but I was like two games. I'm taking the piss a bit here. <laughs> but yeah, it's that little mentality you get. Now that was only five beers that someone put up. Ah, I reckon there's a couple of other notable beers that didn't get a mention that I really like. Personally. Fucking oaf. Now for me, campfire beers. Mm. That is a fucking huge one for me. Like sitting there watching nature's telly, cracking a fucking tin, that is a good beer. Yep. I really like that beer. Uh, golf beers. I love golf beers. When you're fucking cruising around in the, in the golf buggy, cracking your first tin of a fucking session in the Arvo with the boys, great beer. I fucking love a golf beer. It's the best part about golf. That's right. <laughs> and the other one that I really like is post-footy beers. Now, this doesn't have to be footy, but just a sport in general where you've given your all, you're sweaty as fuck, you're hot, you're sore, that cold fucking can of piss, especially after you win, winner's piss in the sheds, that beer is brilliant. So there's a few for me that were pretty notable that didn't get a mention beer-wise. What are you, what are you lads? Reckon? I love the random one where you went to a mate's house or a mate comes to yours and then... You start getting into your work a bit, and then next minute the missus got to pick them up or whatever. Like that th- th- third or fourth beer, we're going, ah, oh, you want another spontaneous one? Beer. Yeah, spontaneous beer. Spontaneous beer. beers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's like when it's just like, oh, you want a beer? You're like, yeah. Especially yeah. haven't seen them for a while. <laughs> yes, I do want a beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Next minute. You're meant to go for brekkie, I'll pick you up. Next minute we're on the tins. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. On the oath for Tim Freeze. Spontaneous beers. Yeah. No, that's a good call. I like it. What about you, Quinn? Have there's any that you can think of, mate? Um, I can tell you what, the best beer I will ever have is the one that I'm going to have when I knock Moose out. Nice. I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say a video game beer or something. Nah, I can't do that. That's that's just nah, no, no, no. If you game, then mate. Surely um, that's one hand off the controller, mate. <laughs> gamers would just get stuck in their work, wouldn't they? Like yeah, which is, their house. 
Wouldn't well, they, would, do they wear the fucking hat with the beers and the straw? Because, like, if you're, like, like with the controller... I like think proper, f- proper basement dwellers do that. Yeah. Mm. You know, like the whole South Buck, like, Mum, can you bring the bucket so I can shit? Kind oh, of yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, that's concerning. And they probably just smoke something or something like that. Mm. But, hey, like, if you have a couple bamboo schooners and play well... Run your own race. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, if you get into the up. vegan darts and fucking yeah. rip in. Yeah, mm. that's right. Always but, say I'm jealous of those people because some of them have got a bit of coin banked up. Not much social skills, but people that get right into their work, happy with their weekends, sitting in their room playing games. Well, mate. They're saving coin. 100%. You think of like it's different. It's all about the balance, like we say all the time. But if, if you like that as a hobby, like Robert Whitaker, he loves it. A lot of them do it for recovery, eh? They just love playing games. But not even, like, recovery. Like, you're saying, you know, it's something that they can do without leaving the house or without yeah. fucking spending heaps of money. Like, if if you if your brain actually likes that, then sweet. I can't personally get into That's what I'm it. Saying. I'm half jealous, but I'm not. Yeah. I'm more of a, like, get the boys around and play couch games. Mm. That's the fucking fun Oh, shit. mate, I'll still enjoy, like, I like fucking like, getting a mate and playing, like, UFC and smashing each other or a bit mm. of the old COD shit, you know. I've got into mm. a bit of that before, but, mm. yeah. And I'm shocked. I'm, I can't even sit there for half an hour. I just, yeah, but you've I, got something. Yeah, I reckon. Definitely. Oh, I reckon yeah, it's fucking... <laughs> Can I just say, we were in a meeting the other day and Cam's just playing with the tape measure. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm shocking. Yeah, I'm sitting yeah. here. I'm sitting here picking at me fucking scab and running. <laughs> like, man, when we're at Cam's place, like we'll be out in the flat, right, having a beer, just sitting there. I stand still, and we have a conversation. Cam walks around me in a twenty meter radius, picking up sticks and going to the fire, and I just stand there and rotate as he does it. Like that. But it's just normal. That's just what we do. Yeah, like it's yeah, just, right. And then we might move twenty meters, and he just slowly clears the paddock. <laughs> oh, no, it's fucking funny. But but that's right though. There's different people, eh? And yeah. it's not a bloke who just sit there and fucking. I remember um, when we first went to Canada. And we'll play usually playing that hockey game in the bottom oh. of fucking um uh Dace's place. Shout yeah. out to him. Um and I was pretty much that afternoon I'll go, when the fuck are we going to Whistler? Yeah, yeah, what are we I'm doing? I'm like, Get and you did it for like a couple of days, and you were happy as anything. I'm looking at you and I'm going, Oh my god, I'm about to fucking fly out. Yeah, that's when we got that's when it sort of stops snowing. We're out fucking burning around the quad box. Yeah, then I was gonna be released on the fucking doing donuts on the quad box. Yeah, yeah. No, that's right. And we went and bought air rifles. Yeah. Yeah, like from a local target. Yeah, yeah. 0.75. What were they? One point point one seven five caliber air rifles with fucking scopes. No, you had the twenty two air oh, rifle, yeah. and I had the one four four. I think. Yeah. Fuck, they were deadly, eh? Those things, man. Yours was good. Yeah. Prop- mine, mine didn't have as much punch. Yeah. Proper big scope on the fucking thing. It was. Uh, it was deadly. Yeah, they weren't good. Mm. I was yeah, fucking so. trying to sell them on marketplace in Whistler. Didn't we give them to our neighbour? No, I sold them. Oh, did you? Mm. Yeah, prime. Um, mate, there was there was one other one that I wanted to mention in the in the trendsetters group. So Sam put a post in there and he said, "If animals drank grog, what animal would drink what?" <laughs> and he said, uh, "Bundy would be a pig, horse would drink Chardonnay." And uh, now this brought every dad joke out of the fucking woodworks imaginable. Mm. Everyone, every father commented. So I'll run you through a few of them. Michael said, an echidna would probably have its drink spiked. (laughs) (laughs) 
Mark said a kangaroo would drink something real hoppy. <laughs> uh, Ash said a giraffe, uh, giraffe would probably love a long neck. <laughs> 28 in the fucking morning. Oh, that's right. Chris said, wouldn't matter what a budgie drank, it'd still wake up seedy the next morning. <laughs> um, now, I don't know how to pronounce this bloke's name, so I apologise, but Joaquim? Joaquim? J-O-A-Q-U-I-M. Joaquin. What is it? Joaquin. Joaquin. Sorry, brother. Uh, he like, said, a lizard. me got it. He said, uh, a lizard, probably anything. Flat out. <laughs> uh, and Mitchell said koalas wouldn't drink. They'd be the weird stoner in the corner. I thought I'd better say they all clapped out. <laughs> Probably. But, yeah, I just read through them and went, how's all these cuts just fucking. That's excellent. Yeah, proper dad joke stuff. So mm, that's, that's the sort of quality out of that trendsetters group that you can stumble into. So if you're on Facebook and you're not in it yet, Go and fucking join the Alpha Blokes podcast trendsetters group. It's uh, it's a great community we've got on there. Yeah, it's, be positive. Yeah, that's right. And mate, it's it's been it's been a excellent. lot better. It's been it was great. good in that thread too, Quinn. That was a that was a big success. We put mm. a yep. So like like we were saying the other week, um, everyone's getting into their fire pit work, into their fucking what they're doing on the weekend, smoking Smokers. and that. So we've created something that we'll put up every Friday of Righto Legends. Hit us with what you're doing on the weekend, and that way it doesn't flood the fucking page with thousands mm. of fire pits and that, and everyone can jump in that thread and fucking, you know, share what they're doing. Fucking so, nice. no, it's been great, and it's it's only getting better on there. So, it's good stuff. Uh, Quino, you got a couple of carry-ons, mate, to finish off today. I do. Beautiful. Two here from two of our favourite people. Nice. Let's go. Hey lads, Tommy the Bommy, everyone well? Me and Mrs the Bommy just got back from a few days away um, and we were having a late breakfast one day and flicked the old telly on. Neither of us are uh, uh, used to daytime telly because we're always fucking work. But um, there's a couple of programs there. They're also inspirational, aren't they? There's Homes Under the Hammer where you buy and renovate and sell a house and there's Cash in the Attic where you go and have a look up in your loft and you look for... Um, antiques and shit and you sell them to make money now these programs are all you know inspirational and men to get you up and moving but these programs are aimed at junkies and benefit chiefs cunts who sit home doing nothing <laughs> and um i mean these lads don't have fucking homes under the hammer do they they have stray cats under a hammer and they definitely don't have fucking cash in the attic what they have got though is madeline mccann up there <laughs> anyway, i think these lads need to uh just their audience, you know, who they're aiming it at, really. Should be teaching people how to shoot up heroin in back of your arm and between the toes, that sort of thing. Anyway, love you, goodbye. <laughs> well, Fuck. that was fucking full on. But the point he makes is fucking spot on. Who the fuck's sitting at home normally during the during the middle of the day? It's probably shift workers and shit. Well, like you, that. you look at it when you'd stay home from school one day. And what were you? What was your old girl watching? Oprah, Doctor Phil, like housewife bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Bold and beautiful. Bold and beautiful. Oh, like that, stop. Hey, that that's gotta be that show should be banned. The poor husband coming home from day's work. She's been a housewife all day. Right, hey, how about some more drama? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because Bold and Beautiful is just, I haven't watched too much of it, but it's just constant dramas. Yeah, it's so popular. Someone's cheated. Someone's fucking. Stolen something. That's like that's like home and away back in the day. Imagine like it's like Agnes Water. 
Imagine that much drama. Imagine that much drama in the one little town. <laughs> fucking hell, there's explosions, fucking cunts dying everywhere. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that would be. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, that'd probably work in the Middle East somewhere. A show <laughs> like that would probably be accurate. But, Shout uh, out to um, Big Rod. He always used to fucking make a joke. You know how Alf Stewart was just getting older and older? Yeah. And like carrying on as the show went on. He always used to go, oh, mate, fucking Alf died on Home and Away last week and oh. just like fucking absolutely stir shit. Oh, true. Like just fire every <laughs> yeah. cunt up. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Alf will have to leave eventually. Mm. I don't know. Home and Away should end when Alf goes. Mate, how about when all that stuff happened with the dungeon and shit? Oh, and, oh man. He would have been that off that, wouldn't he? But it just took over the internet at some stage. He broke the internet. Yeah, he did, man. Alf Stewart's rape dungeon. And like, he broke and, old mate's hips if he got a hold of him. Oh. <laughs> oh, but that was that was full on, wasn't it? Like when someone grabbed a hold of that and did the voiceover. Fuck, what are you, mate? Yeah, that was, if you don't know what we're on about, you'll find it. Yeah, we'll that's, leave it at that. Yeah, that's right. People voiced over Alf, and yeah, it was it was pretty wild stages there for a few years ago. Mm-hmm. It's probably about to fire back up, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, but, re- reshare's coming. Yeah, but no, it was that's funny. It's a funny point he makes that way. Old Tommy, he's, he's a like, good Australian actor, but yeah, old Alf. Oh fucking Alf! Oh Alf, fucking Alf! Stay in the flaming crows, mate. <laughs> you oh, flaming right. glar. <laughs> We'll finish off and then we'll go to pretty much jump in a meeting. Yeah, yep. that's right. Sounds good. Boys, is Remote Bloke back? Remote Bloke. Uh, cheers for that, legends. Really appreciate it. Been absolutely fucking peppering everyone's eyes with it. And I do get a lot of questions where the fuck I got it from. And obviously put them straight onto the podcast. So, yeah, hopefully a few more UK listeners for you. Beautiful. Cheers. Now, off the back of the last episode, rumour has it you boys are short of a few jokes. Luckily... I know a bloke that's got a couple more up his sleeve. So for the second time, let's have another fucking drop, shall we? <laughs> I recently read a book on the secrets of male masturbation. I found it gripping from start to finish. <laughs> There's a new book come out on how Joseph Fritzl got away with it for so long. Personally, I think it's going to be a really big seller. <laughs> I've got a mate that says he's polyamorous which I think means he fingers parrots. <laughs> In all fairness, he is a pretty boy. <laughs> Disability allowances changing over here and not quite paying as well as it used to. I've got a dwarf friend that says he's struggling to put food on the table. <laughs> I haven't got any more jokes about dwarves, but hey-ho. <laughs> I once went out with a girl who was so into fisting, eventually I had to give her the elbow. (laughs) (laughs) I recently joined a fisting club, actually. It's not something I'm particularly into. I just want to widen the circle of my friends. (laughs) (laughs) I nearly lost my job as a roofer last week when the gaffer caught me wanking on the job. But luckily he let me wipe the slate clean. (laughs) I went out for something to eat last week and the waitress on the way out said thanks for the tip. So that's fucking embarrassing. That was my entire penis. (laughs) (laughs) I read an article last week on a 13-year-old heroin addict. Thought, bloody hell, kids shoot up so fast these days. (laughs) I'd have five pounds on the Dalai Lama if I was a Tibetan man. (laughs) 
I once met a girl who mistook a bottle of super glue for KY jelly. I asked her how it happened, but sadly, her lips were sealed. <laughs> <laughs> my granny always calls me by the wrong name, but other than that, the sex is all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. <laughs> Love you, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Love you too, mate. How fucking good's that? And uh, I think to wrap things up, I've actually got a joke off the back of that Elton clip the other day. Mm. And you know what they reckon about Elton? He's unreal on the piano, but he sucks on the organ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> but yeah, that's about it, guys. Fucking hey. Thanks for tuning in. Hope everyone uh, got a laugh and a bit of fire up and a bit of whatever you wanted to get out of today. And, um, yeah, we'll see you fucking a bit later in the week. I hope you've enjoyed that Patreon-exclusive episode that would have dropped yesterday. Uh, if you haven't got around that you want to check it out, go sign up to Patreon. And, uh, yeah, thanks for everyone. Have a cracking week. Fucking hey. Stay out of each other. Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, dice slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.